I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight. Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight. Everyone's coming on Kyle tonight. Wait, what? No, nobody's coming on Kyle tonight. Season 3, episode 13 of Kyle mm-hmm. Mocha Won't Shut Up. Yeah. The cat just definitely farted mm-hmm. because it was none of us. And we never shy away from admitting that we are the one who uh, cut that stinky cheese. So, cat, True. it's all your fault. Welcome, get a everybody. Fucking job too, Welcome everybody right? to listen. Yeah, get a, get a fucking job. Stop shitting in a box. It's ridiculous. Jesus. It's ridiculous. Talking like a baby over there. <laughs> fucking ways. I would shit in a box. Shoe box, really? Yeah, at a shoe store. Would you do it at a shoe store? Would you? Would you just buy shoes and then shit in a shoe box? I don't want to shit in my shoes. No, yeah, not in my shoes. Like, take a box, empty the shoes out, shit in it, put it back on the shelf. No, I want someone else's shoe box. Oh, and put it back in their closet. Gotcha, gotcha. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Well, joining me here, as always, is Mr. Justin Olimpedo. He's up there if you're watching live. And now he's he's over there. (laughs) Now he's up here. He's over there. I don't know where you were. Where are you? There you are. Okay, you keep moving. You keep moving. We got uh, Mark Slacky. What's up, Slacky? Joining us here in the chat. Thank you for joining us live. If you're listening in the future, you can always join us live 9 o'clock every Tuesday on YouTube. Just look for Houseboat Tommy Lee Jones or search Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up on YouTube. It's way more fun for you. Or you can, shit in a shoebox. Shit in a shoebox and we will show up. Shit in a shoebox three times, we show up like Beetlejuice. 
It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But you got to do it three times, three different boxes, three <laughs> different closets. you have to closets. stack them on top. No, you have to stack them oh, on top of each other. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I haven't done three it in a while. Three shoeboxes on top of each other. I never have to other. summon us. But they have to be different shoeboxes. Different sizes? Everything different? Yeah, like okay. can't be all three Nikes. There's a lot of rules to this. Yeah. A lot of rules. Different brands, different Just sizes. Just don't say Beetle, uh, what was it, Beetle Geist? Beetle Geist? Beetle no. Goose, Beetle Goose, Beetle, Beetle Goose. Goose. Yeah, don't say Beetle no, Goose. No, no, no. Oh, shit, I just did it. He might show up. He might you show up. You might just fucked up, dude. Oh, my God. Deep cut, if anybody can remember that. <laughs> uh, joining us, as always, in addition to Justin, is Mr. Zachary Sturman. Sturman, I right? I forgot, and I opened one before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I have two. Beers. Now you have two, and very soon you'll have three. Yes. Um, and then actually four. So drink it up. The people like you when you're drunk. It's not a requirement, but it's a requirement that you're extra drunk. requirement. It's an extra requirement. Yeah. Um, Bonus so points. Bonus we are points. back uh, from our break. We took uh, the last two weeks off. The last two Tuesdays we were off, yes. and during that time, I went on a little vacation with my roommate Mike. You did. Um, so we had we had a weird trip. It was very very different, uh, very unique vacation uh, compared to what I've done in the past. Um, whether it was with, you know, an ex or with family or on my own. I've never done anything quite like this. It started Whoa. in, uh, there it is. Uh, it started in Philadelphia. So we, we uh, got dropped off by our other roommate at this really weird hotel in Philadelphia uh, by the airport. Just kind of a crappy, like, extended suites that all, every floor smelled like cigarettes, even though it was a non-smoking building. Right. Because uh, people were living there. It's just going to smell like cigarettes. And so we went. Down uh, to happen, dude. Yeah, we went to people Philly. People were living there? Yeah, like extended suites, like people that are like, their home is being remodeled or like got destroyed and they need to stay somewhere for like six weeks or whatever. Mm. Uh, people that are in town on business, you know, you stay there for a month while they finalize the deal. Um, and yeah, so we, we went to Philly. We saw Baby Metal and Avatar, uh, which was an amazingly weird show. Baby Metal, uh, if you've never heard of them, it's a death metal band uh, fronted by three young-looking Japanese girls in like yep. school girl like the biggest outfits. thing in Japan. They are huge in Japan. Uh, it was a really fun performance. Avatar kind of blew me away. Uh, the guy has a lot of kind of like an Alice Cooper feel to him. Yeah, well, they've been doing it since like the 80s, I believe. Some, I think the 90s more, but yeah, maybe, they, they've, maybe been, they've been around the for uh, a while. They're a nice uh, Swedish uh, metal and very, very performance art with what they do. He does a lot of talking in between things. And I um, want to say they're sort of political. A little bit. You know what I mean? Because I think the last album that we had seen... Because I, I, before even knowing that they were on that tour, <laughs> they just randomly popped up on YouTube yeah, one time. That, yeah, and we well, watched a bunch of you, things. We, we watched it, and when I told you I was going to that show, you looked it up, and you are like, oh, this bit, like that band, yeah, Avatar, is playing. Yeah, yeah. I will say it's a terrible name for a band because of the last 15 years of existing uh, in, in entertainment. Uh, Avatar, well, last at the same time, it is sort of brilliant because when people search Ugh. Avatar, there's a chance that you yeah, Or Avatar music. If you're looking for music true, from the soundtrack true. of either of those, you, you're going to get their band, awesome so it does work. The lead singer's name was James Cameron. <laughs> that, yeah, well, he he, legally he's, from, he's from Sweden, so it's probably like Yami Kamuan yeah, yeah. with like eight upside-down J's or whatever the fuck they do in their language over yeah, there. Yeah. Whatever my people do with their language. My other... Figure it out, The dude. people I don't talk They're about. Slacking. I talk about the Irish They're side because I'm excited about that, but the Swedish side... Yeah, the Irish can barely fucking speak right? I know. I'm stupid compared to all the Swedish people, so I'm smart compared to all the Irish. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, One I'm all right with step that. Ahead, uh, yeah, a step ahead of the game, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, but 30 yeah. steps behind of the Swedes, you know? 
Just well, everybody's behind, behind the Swedes. That. I know. When, when you're smaller than Rhode Island, everybody's smaller. Yeah. Smarter. Yeah. Less, smart. less smart. Less smart. Smarter? I don't know. Smarter. I, don't I think know. they're smarter. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, they, um, so yep. we did that yep. show. We we uh, putzed around Philly for the night, and then we we slept for about an hour. Got on a flight at six a.m. out of Philly. Landed in LAX at nine a.m. local time there. Checked into what I will call a hotel. Uh, okay. We actually couldn't check in right away, but we were allowed what to leave our bags there. Um, it is a former Hasidic Jewish retirement facility that oh. the sign uh, had been taken down, but like the sun imprint <laughs> was still yeah. clearly, and you could read it. And all of the rooms were painted, but not painted. Like they they used Did to have they green like throw walls. White paint on the wall. No, they used to have green walls, and they painted over most of the wall with like a light like salmony pink color okay. but there were just blotches like around the outlets they never got to it was just still green uh all the trim was like sloppily done with brown so it was yeah. green brown and like a light pink it was a white cool. ceiling it would be cool if it was like done it just looked like somebody just ran through there real quick is like, it haunted no i wouldn't say it's haunted it's haunted by the people that currently live there uh because again more of a living facility okay. like people paying like weak rates it was uh, in the, if you're familiar with Los Angeles, it was in Pico Robertson, so about like a 20, 30 minute walk from uh, West Hollywood or WeHo. And right. uh, we were. WeHo, bro, we your ho. windows up. But it was a very, very, very Jewish neighborhood. So it's like you walked outside and it was just families walking by. And I'm like, how the hell is this crack den in yeah. the middle of this nice, like pretty nice area? Crack? I didn't. I didn't uh, smoke any crack. Huh? Uh, but we went there. The guy uh, showed up. We had to call a, a cell phone number for the guy to come down to the front desk. Just the guy who like lives there probably for free to do work for them. Right. And he was all tweaked out, little like Mexican kid, all tweaking out. He's like, "Yeah, hey, you can bring your bags over here." <laughs> and then like followed, like we followed him to this door. He punches in a code, opens the door, and it's where they do all of their laundry and apparently kill cats from their the smell laundry. of it. No, it was like all like their towels and just oh. piles, like not yeah. in bins or in just piles and piles. I'm like, this is gonna be good. So we just threw our bags in this random room, and then we went to a, a beer distributor or a beer uh, festival right. where my brother Keith actually picked us up in West Hollywood. Went in to the a, van. In the van, oh, picked yeah. us up right in West in Hollywood, band. and uh, Mike sat on the bed, and he was like, "If I'd laid down, I would have been asleep the whole ride." <laughs> uh, but we uh, met him in West Hollywood, where we all also met this very nice lady who um, was laying on the side of the road in an all pink. Uh, like sweatsuit outfit. It reminded me of that lady Barbara that used to yeah. be on Main Street. They're very all much nuts. so. You're all fucking nuts. I live with a bunch of lesbians. I don't want to fucking kill you. You're all fucking nuts. Um, you're all on drugs. This woman. Which I thought she was going to get beat up by a bunch of bikers one day. Oh. She came out of the YMCA and was yelling at them from. They're like, like a crazy bunch of person, bikers in fucking uh, Dunkin' Donuts and like she's like screaming at them. And, and they I'm don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look. You just I ain't afraid of like, no Dunkin' Barbara. Donuts bikers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this lady was <laughs> like fucking bikers, 85 pounds. Yeah. So this woman, uh, very similar to uh, Barbara of Main Street Stroudsburg back in the day, she was lying on the side of the road um, in you know like where like like what would would be a planter area, but it's just like kind of dirt and then a tree coming out of yeah, it. Yeah. And she's laying in that, and she's looking around all like crazy. Gets up and walks back and forth a couple of times, but as we walked by her, she just shouted, 
Any of you who bought cocaine for my sister, I will not be going to your memorial services. And we were like, oh, I hope I didn't buy cocaine. Actually, I kind of do hope I bought cocaine from your sister. Yeah. I want to know more about this story, but never well, mind. Well, then you'd be dead. Well, maybe. Yeah. That's what maybe. she's saying. She, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought was she was she saying, going around killing them? Or, maybe. Or is the cocaine maybe. killing I think, I think she might might be the cocaine was killing her, but I think she and her sister are in competing uh, cocaine businesses. Uh, and oh, she yeah. is going around and murdering all of the people that now buy from her sister, but then and she then can't get any not business. going. Yeah, but if she kills them, neither can her sister. Yeah, and then I guess her plan was probably to kill her sister after that. Huh? Uh, but maybe her sister also is. Dead. I have no idea. But it we sounds to, like a movie plot. To yeah, me, we went to a beer festival. We left the beer festival. We went to Long Beach for that. We left there after like three hours. Went to Santa Monica for a seafood festival that was extremely delicious. And then we spent the rest of the week just kind of moving around California. We were. At like three o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday, we were in uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. Right. By the same time on Monday, oh. we were out by Barstow in the desert at the Calico uh, Ghost Mining Town. Walked around there. The next day, we were in Yosemite yeah. on top of a fucking mountain. Which you did. You do have pictures and stuff from. So. And Mike has way better pictures because he actually brought his like full camera. And this with is all the, the first time he was out there. He had been out to San Francisco okay. for literally like a day gotcha. and like went to Alcatraz and then left. Um, but yeah, then after uh, we left Yosemite, we went up to uh, San Francisco and spent the better part of three days in San Francisco. And that, it, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of good beer, a lot of really, really good beer, a lot of oh, really yeah. great food. And uh, since in California it's uh, legal weed out there, you can you buy You can walk around know, with it. You too. can walk around with it. I mean, it's still kind of frowned upon, like walk around with a, with a beer in your hand. Well, um, I'm saying, but you mean you can oh, open it on your person. Yeah, you can open it. You just smoked a Chiba. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so we got some edibles, we got some pre rolls, and we got a vape pen. And everything was gone except for the vape pen on Friday when we were leaving. And yeah. I'm standing outside the airport going, all right, like you can't transport this. Like I don't like a there's a battery so if i check it it'll explode or whatever you're not allowed to do that in your in your check bags and i'm not going to carry it around just in case i'm sitting next to the marshal and it falls out of my bag type of deal so uh also that would be breaking the law and i don't like to do that anymore um so we uh we're standing outside and i just start like pulling pulling and pulling and i hit the thing probably like 15 times and then i hand it to mike and he takes like two little tiny drags off of it and just kind of like yeah i'm good and i'm like all right, we got like a third of this pen left. Like I've been pretty much chiefing it all week long, right. and and you've been hitting it here and there. Uh, so, like I'm gonna get as much out of this as I possibly can. So overall, I probably hit it about thirty times in about a four minute span. You're an and, idiot. Yes. Or genius. <laughs> genius. It turns out because we get through uh, checking our bags, we get through security and everything. We're all fine there, and then we get on the the moving sidewalks. You know that they have, and so I'm being moved. At a you know steady space, a steady pace, and, and I'm not doing it, and I'm high, and I look up, and something shiny and, and bright you know catches my eye, and I I start like turning in a circle, and I realize I'm moving forward, and I just start spitting in circles <laughs> on the moving sidewalk, just looking at all the lights and all the signs and everything. And I I don't know how long I was doing it for, uh, it's a pretty long uh, moving uh, sidewalk, and, and Mike just looks at me, he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like. <laughs> If you were as fucked up as I am right now, this would be beautiful to you too. This is fucking I wonderful. I couldn't do that in the airport. Oh Man, my! I can barely, I can barely stand to be in an airport. Yeah. Let alone be that fucking. Oh, I was super up. super ripped, and then we get on the airplane, and uh, it's a jumbo 
bus style, like the Airbus style. So it's three on either side, three seats right. on either side on the outside, and then the four in the middle. And somehow our seats got moved around, and Mike and I wind up dead center of the four. So there's a person on the aisles, and then me and Mike oh, in the middle. And it. Mike is a big, he's six fucking seven. He's a giant guy, yeah. and, and he's, you know, broad shoulders and everything. And he and I, I'm not tall, but I'm fat. Yeah. And we have to squeeze next to each other in two airplane seats without disturbing the person on either side of us. So just immediately arm up between us, just squeeze both of our fat asses in between there. And he couldn't sleep at all. But since I was extremely ripped and also we all know I can fall asleep anywhere in any position. I literally crossed my arms like really tight in front of me. So I wasn't hitting that guy and that Mike had a little bit of room. I put the blanket like right here. So it was like kind of on my face. And then I'm, I fell asleep, and the next thing I hear is, uh, we are descending into Philadelphia, or into Newark, and I was like, yeah, all right. And I look at Mike, and he's like red-eyed, and just like looking, I'm just like, how were you able to sleep this entire time? I'm like, ah, you should rip that fucking pen a little bit more, you'd be knocked out, too. Yeah. But it was a good trip. It was a, it was a fun time. It was a really good way to get to know your roommate, you know, if you don't like. Because I moved in about like four or five months ago. Right. And I knew him as a patron at the bar. And now he works, you know, alongside me as well. So we know each other pretty well. Yeah, but I a take week you on, on no the vacations. Just <laughs> well, we went out. We drove out to fucking Colorado. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah you did do that. But you got you to gotta take him on at least one. You got to have like an anniversary vacation whenever your like 10 year comes up. You know, you got to do something like that. Getting close. Getting close. Getting close. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a really, really good time. Uh, and like I said, a lot of really fucking good beer. The beer festival knocked out a lot of places that we didn't have to stop. But we got to go to Anchor uh, Brewing in San Francisco, which has been around since like 1896. This brewery called Armstrong Brewery. So if you're in California, that's literally what their or their, their image is. It's just like a strong arm. Yeah. Um not that original, but it's like you know. Arm and Amber, but Arm and Strong. Yeah, yeah, Arm, Arm, arm and Drinker. Um, but yeah, if you're out there in San Francisco, definitely check out Armstrong. Uh, the bartender there gives <laughs> a lot of good advice. The one disappointing thing was there were two bars that claimed uh, to sell Yingling. And we were like, let's go spend $7 on a Yingling That's in stupid. San Francisco, take pictures of us drinking, and just because we hadn't sent pictures to anybody of us drinking any beer, we didn't take pictures of any right. beer that we drank. We like kept like stickers and stuff like that that we got from the different breweries or a coaster or something. Uh, but I was like, yeah, it'd be funny if the only thing we post about us drinking after going to a beer fest and all these breweries sure. is us drinking that. Um, but it was really, yeah, a great fucking time. And, uh, yeah. It was good to see my brother. Good to hang out with him. Oh, yeah. But it is nice to be back, back in the swing of things. I literally got back at, back to my house at 9 a.m., and I was at work at 10 a.m., and I worked all day, met up with you guys, got really drunk, blacked the fuck out. Yeah, I met up with you guys yeah. later, and oh, yeah. you both were... Oh. Uh, you well, I'd only been out for about a half hour when, right. when you saw me, and I was just I mean, deliriously okay. tired. For the most kind part. of drunk. But Zach, you were gone. Zach was. Do you remember very the happy gone. hour and getting food? Yeah, and <laughs> Maddie feeding it to me. Yeah, yeah she oh. fed it, and then, then you she, went out she to she the car. She was just going to town on that too, man. Oh yeah, you went out to I the car. I think that's why I puked because I had a full dinner at Floods. Oh, and you then said I got you had hammered. A, you said you had a club sandwich yeah. and stuff at Floods, and then and then I got hammered with those two. Oh yeah, with uh, Maddie and Johnny, who they're getting married. The senator, congratulations, and the senator's wife. I don't know wife. when. Um, He's not really a senator. Uh, but, really uh, nice people, though. Yeah, and then we went to happy hour, and I just I awesome. wanted salmon. Yeah, 
but they didn't have they didn't sand, have so I got chicken. Yeah. And after I, I mean, ate it looked that, great. It no, really did. It tasted good. I, I it tried was after I ate it. it though that I was just so full. Well, you kept walking up to me and you're like, "I'm hammered," and you kept like grabbing my shoulder and then leaning back and then like swaying back and forth, almost like yeah. one of those punch. Punch bags. Don't remember yeah. that. And Dude. then you said, "I'm gonna go to the car." Yeah, you kept, and, he's and like, you "Give me out. your things. I need to go to the car." And, I and was you just went like, out to the car. And about two minutes later, Mikey, uh, Mr. Michael Martino, uh, former guest, a longtime oh. friend of the show, uh, he is. Uh, he, he he and I go outside. I'm smoking a cigarette. We're bullshitting out there, talking about movies or whatever we talk about. And I turn and I look at Justin's car, and the passenger seat is reclined all the way down yeah. and you were not in it. Yeah, I get Kyle and coming like, back uh, in and he's like, I'm like uh, Justin, Zach's not in your car and he's yeah. not out. He looked on the patio and like I kind of like called his name and no response. I don't hear anything and then we like walk back out and then you just come with your whatever button down shirt you had worn out, slung over your shoulder <laughs> just kind of like mm, mm, mm. I just threw up a lot <laughs> and we're like alright we're good to go. I did. We're good I threw to go. up shit and then you threw up a club sandwich and a chicken I fucking dinner. I threw up yeah. so much food. May, I, I'm assuming that, that ma- the mashed potatoes helped everything come back up. Pretty oh, much. it came yeah. back up just mashed potatoes. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the best but definitely visually check out, as well. Check out uh, the Happy Hour. Uh, happy Hour is phenomenal. They've they done a really good job. Uh, Kat, no, and it's her husband, and she? That no, or, Donnie, uh, Donnie is her boyfriend. Our boyfriend, fiance. okay. But so, uh, they're not. It's Julian. I don't know who he is. He's the chef. Okay. And then her. Okay. Yeah, she. They did a phenomenal job uh, remodeling that place. It's totally different from what it used to be. Uh, I never well, really same sort of layout, but I said to them, "This though. used to be a shithole." Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "Thank <laughs> you for it." You're like, "It's." They're, they're trying to clarify. It's not now, right? Yeah. No, I mean I they like have a whole now. deck now. Yeah, yeah. that's know. it's a really good spot. I can't wait till secluded. I get a whole deck. Ah, uh, <laughs> you want a hole in your dick? Yeah. I put a hole in your dick, um, but yeah, it's definitely go check that out. Then we're you know we're sitting here, we're talking about beer, we're drinking some beer, but I think it's time that we try a couple of different beers. Justin. I think so too. You ready? Yeah. We're back to beer. We did come to. We did. We did sort of decide that because it's getting colder, we're going to be focusing on IPAs, stouts, darker porters. beers, porters. Stouts, like there was IPAs, a lot of stuff. Things that are going to be coming. There was out. a lot of stuff that sounded that really why you're good. High Life? Well, High Life is just a cheap. That's just a, a filler. It's yeah. cheap and good, and uh, you know I don't drink it enough. I used well, to drink I'm gonna it a lot go with more. The nitro. You're going to start with the nitro. Yeah. So let's jump into this now, Justin. Since this is your beer of choice. Yes. Why don't you uh, tell us well, why you picked it? Tell us a little bit about it. Show uh, the people. It's pumpkin season for everybody. Uh, when we were in there, I had noticed this before I had noticed anything else. We, we went into the cooler, and this was there. And I'd never seen the pumpkin in a nitro, so immediately I was going, you know, I wanted to try it. I wanted so remember, to see this is a hard pour, and then let it settle. Yeah, I wanted to see if it made a difference, if it makes it better, because this is usually a sweeter version of a pumpkin beer here. <laughs> Um, 
But then I also noticed that everybody had their pumpkins out. So it's pumpkin season. Oh, yeah, they had their pumpkins out. Ooh, where was that? Uh, <laughs> where, I want to go. The bachelor party I was Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, with the day you left um, for vacation, oh, I yeah, went you went to, to a bachelor uh, party. The craziest <laughs> bachelor party of all time. Yeah. Out in the middle of fucking God's country. Uh, Kyler, you're not big on pumpkin. I don't really like pumpkin. But uh, we have, this is the second. Yeah, we did it last year as well around, around this time. It wasn't an official beer taste test on that one. I think we just had a couple of different pumpkin ones that we were Ooh. trying out. And um, on Friday at, actually at happy hour, I was, I just said, what, what's the yards you have on tap? And they said something I couldn't hear them. So I was like, yeah, yeah just give me that. And I'm pretty sure it was a pumpkin spice beer, but it was right. really lighter. It, it wasn't like a dark, dark beer. Now this is uh, technically so it's pumpkin. It's an it's imperial, imperial pumpkin, pumpkin yeah. ale. There so, are yeah, there are a few companies that do imperial pumpkins. This is a cheeky can though, because it says it's only 13.6 ounces oh. instead of a pint. It's but it's somehow, eight, yeah. and it's somehow 8. smaller. 6. Yeah, it is eight point. It's the same so. size as like the uh, the Starbucks cups, if or Starbucks ones. I feel like it's about that size. Um, but yeah, eight point six percent in volume. Um, Justin showed you the the can up there earlier, yep. and next he'll show you his can. <laughs> but I like it. It's got you know it's nice nitro pour, so you get that nice smells solid good. head on top of it. It's it got smells, a really good like scent. Pumpkin though. No, it smells yeah, like the pumpkin. I'm, spices, I mean, out of the so can, I get a little bit more. But right off the beer. I get cream soda. Cream soda? Well, I'm hoping it's cream soda. I'm going to give it a little taster to this and, and can't wait for the nice mustache I'm going to have after this one. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's, yeah, I that's, like it as a nitro. That's man. pumpkin cream soda right there, That buddy. is That is more. The creaminess definitely pulls through on that. Ooh. Yeah, I like that as a nitro better than the actual beer. So go check this out. Go find yeah, the pumpkin nitro. Even if, you, like me, if you are not a big fan of the pumpkin, uh, this is this is the one that I've had in the past because, again, it is one of your favorites, if not your favorite pumpkin beer. Uh, Weyerbacher's, actually. Weyerbacher, that's why. This is a little sweet for, for me to keep drinking them. No, this is a one not, and done. Not so much on this one. I think I could have a couple of the nitros. A little sweet for me, even in the nitro form. Um, I appreciate that you get more of a velvetiness when it comes out of a nitro. You get more of that, even though it's not a stout, you get more of that creaminess in there. I think um, I was more worried about the uh, Sam Adams. Nitrous. You remember the Sam Adams nitros when it didn't taste like anything? I was yeah. more worried that it was going to be so diluted. I was actually talking about that on, on the vacation, and, and Mike was like, yeah, I like the one. And I was like, I had that blonde that they did, and, yeah, and it, it literally, literally tasted, tasted like, nothing. like foam. It tasted yeah. like foam. I like the, the the mouth feel of it was there, but yeah. no flavor. Yeah, it was at creamy, all. but it, was it a, didn't yeah. have flavor. I like a creamy mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was, was basically like if they made a nitro water. Genesee cream ale, like pretty much. Like, okay. oh, God, or Bush, or Bush. Bush was a nitro. Yeah, but a nitro Bush could be fun. Speaking of Bush, they have limited edition cans ooh, out right ooh, now. Oh, the limited edition cans. What's on the can? Uh, yeah, I Halloween think they're Halloween shit. colors or camo in Halloween, yeah, and it is. Oh no, it's camo because it's the Big Buck Hunter edition. Oh, they do that every year. Yeah, yeah. I I saw that in the past, but I was really excited to see that. But yeah, this one is definitely more drinkable for me, being not a pumpkin or a pumpkin spice fan. Um, I have had the regular one in the past, uh, but this is... It's more, I it's think it's more better. enjoyable. It's yeah. more enjoyable. It's definitely better. And this is from the Southern Tier Brewing Company. Yes. Oh, now do you want to get into... Nice, uh, solid one there. This is actually my first... Pumpkin no, of the I season? Had, I had one pumpkin. Did. Um, did you have the cinder? Did you have the trick-or-treat? I had the cinder, but yeah. this is... 
So yesterday I carved pumpkins for work. Okay. And I just had my hands in the pumpkins, just ripping out the guts yeah. for a couple hours. Yeah. And then I was like packing a lip of tobacco. Tobacco. And I saw the pumpkin on my hands, and I was getting like a, it was like a pumpkin, pumpkin grizzly. Yeah. Oh, oh, just yeah, mixed yeah. it with the tobacco. All there right. Yeah, well, take a it couple was on seeds. My hands. You had a pumpkin lip? No, yeah. take a couple seeds. Pop it yeah. in there with the fucking. But that I gave me a good idea because I was out, you know, I was outside doing it. I didn't wash my hands. It was just fucking. For the real manly man. Pumpkin spice for the, dip. Oh, for yeah. the real manly man. That is a sensitive sound. <laughs> is your Pumpkin grizzly. About your dip tongue. Don't spice worry. it up. Spice up your dip tongue. Your lady you, will appreciate spice it. Do you your mouth have cancer. a basic white? <laughs> is your girlfriend a basic white? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Is she basic. <laughs> Nate kept saying that while we were carving pumpkins. He's like. I'm just a basic white bitch. I love carving pumpkins. <laughs> I was like, it's a fun thing I'm to fucking you. do. I got a nice one. It oh, got yeah. like a, I think we should a carve curvy pumpkins smile. That'd be fun. I did a really, I did a great job. I'm just saying. I'm that would like be a, actually like a cool a thing to do when the girls come on at the end of October for Halloween. Yeah. Because while we're talking to them, we all are carving, like have a little That makes a goddamn up. mess. Yeah. yeah, but we can well, yeah, still we just put, it We up, just put uh, nothing on the floor and you clean it up later. Yeah. Um, well, we, we won't tell this? the girls. They'll come in, and, we'll be like, and they'll just be carp. tarps all over the floor. <laughs> they'll be like, "What's going tarps on?" Tarps and knives. <laughs> Don't worry. Tarps, about knives, and, and stools. And aren't they everywhere. all about fucking like murder? <laughs> murder exactly. Yeah, exactly. We'll be like, Perfect. we change themes for every episode. <laughs> we're gonna kill Trust you. Me, we're murdering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, hopefully they don't listen to the shows beforehand, but hopefully they do listen to the shows yeah. beforehand. Um, we're not going to kill you? Or are we? Probably not. Um, Should we get into the second beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, right. I'm definitely going to still work on that one. The next one, one but... is 8.9, just so you know. This is an 8.9. Oh, I have a long day tomorrow. I'm going to be fucking retired. Well, you don't have to drink all of them, but you, sh- you have to drink mm-hmm. all of them. All right, so Justin, why don't you yeah. show the wonderful people what we're going to be drinking? It is Lion's Head Double IPA. Double now, a yeah. thing that they're doing now—I don't know if they've always done this, but I always thought it was just Lion's Head—and they are now proudly calling themselves the Lion Brewery, established in 1905. They're proud of it their. It smells like dish soap. Dish soap. All yeah. right, a proud product of. Wilkes-Barre, Some PA. water up there. We still have yeah. games underneath, so we there do. we go. Now, we I had tried... Oh, yeah, it kind of does have a dish soapy. <laughs> what was the other one we had tried? They had done a wheat. A wheat. They did a wheat, and that one tasted kind of like nothing. Say? What, the, the game? You're trying yeah. to figure it out? I suck mm-hmm. at it. All right. Mine this said... One, I only looked at mine as it fell. It said sock it to me. I don't know if that's going to zoom in. I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think it's working. You're in focus. It just likes you too much. God damn it. All right. Well, hey, we can check it out. They, well, still, it's, it's they might still put it on their on their, uh, on their their website. I don't know. But mine said sock it to me. It was really easy. Um, I had it upside down. You had it upside down. I always do that with these. Uh, so or used to do that when I drank these. So 8.9%. I don't remember exactly how much it was, but I think it was in like the $15, $12, $15 for a six-pack, which is crazy to think they used to get a case of Lion's Head for $9. Um, now, I'm kind of nervous. Has anybody sipped it yet? Anybody? No. Okay, so uh, for all you Lion's Head fans out there, we're going to give this a try. I do like Lion's Head, and that's actually okay. It's not a bad beer. All going right. places. Going I got places. Nice. Going yeah, see places. if you can get this one, dude. Oh. Like, seriously, see if you can get it as he chucks it at you. 
All right, I have to say... Oh, my God, there's fucking 47 <laughs> characters on this Basic one. Lion's Head is one that won one of our first beer taste it tests um, when we drank it warm. This tastes like an IPA, though. This it just does. tastes like an IPA. I wouldn't be shocked if you handed this to me and said this was a, a Sam Adams yeah. IPA. I would it's not sweet, be shocked. but it has that bitter hop flavor at the end. Mm-hmm. If you like IPAs... There's no time like the present. Ah, Maybe I'm nice. better at these than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, but yeah, if you like IP if you like IPAs, uh definitely check this out. It's it's good. It's good for an IPA. Alright, so today we are <laughs> oh, spilling shit all over ourselves. Alrighty, but today we are uh back to writing non related songs. No no they're not all within the same album. We did yes. our epic we did our concept album. Have you album. listened to the whole thing? whole thing. I listened through it twice, actually. I really, really fucking enjoy it. And Rubbish, the Garbage Man Epic, is available on YouTube for you to listen to. Yes, it is. And, uh... Yes, it is. I highly recommend. We are, we are back. It's fall. Um, usually we start getting uh, more into the slower... A little bit more of the, the death metal feel. But we did not really go that route so much this week. Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit about the song which i think it's called it helps it helps, it helps. i didn't want to write this song <laughs> he didn't want to write it well, when i went upstairs you you're like doing some stuff we i was just warming up and you're you like know? i don't know what to do and i was like well you want to start with drums first and you're like yeah and then you played a riff that i just wanted to have in the background so that i could get something down you know to give me like guidance and then you kept writing so i was just like well i couldn't right. do what i wanted to do with what I wanted to do was not going with that riff at all. Okay. And you adamantly, you're like, oh, I want that riff. Well, I, I just like, wanted that right. riff. Maybe I should have explained, but I wanted that riff just as a bass. Like I said, that's why I said one time through. Well, it and just happened. Just it became the song. And yeah. um, what, what kind of genre would you describe this in? You 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 said it somebody. Uh, it was like if a hardcore band wrote. Um, uh, what song by U2? A U2 song? Yeah, just any U2 song. Um, it, yeah, it definitely has that feel. Um, it's it's fast. It's a shorter song. Uh, we started this season off trying to write pop songs, segued into doing not that at all for six weeks. Yep. And we are now, we're a, like three and a half, three and a half minutes about on this song. A little less bit less. Than that. A little bit less. So this is a, a shorter wow. one for us. Um, now, uh, Justin, you went in, you filled in uh, the drums. It's uh, three minutes and three seconds. Nice. Um, anything, three three. anything super challenging or different about this as far as your approach um, to the drums? I don't really think so. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. It's a little bit of a quicker song. Quicker song. Yeah, we did. I mean, we and this kinda... was a real three-hour song. Yeah. yeah. We've cheated a lot, but uh, this we started at six and we're yep. done at nine. And we were yeah. you were down here before nine o'clock, as is evident by yeah. you being in the room when we actually started going live. So this yeah. is a, a real three-hour song. Lyrically, I wrote it about the idea of being oh, on... Um, <laughs> I forgot I'm not an editor. You're Sorry. not. Um... Uh, about being on a <coughs> on a trip in your mind um, and tr- basically mind. knowing you don't have to do it all the time, but it kind of helps. It's kind of fun to go on crazy mind trips, mm-hmm. um, but then also the feeling of 
when you're on those uh, journeys, maybe maybe feeling stuck and that you're not going to be able to get out, but just like hold on tight, you'll make it through. So that is the idea behind. Yeah, we it got a helps. little like uh, Australian acid rock. Yeah, 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 definitely that. Feeling I mean, that there. riff, the riff that you wrote. The, I mean, it's really catchy. Zach thinks the song sucks halfway through, yeah. but uh, well, halfway through, halfway through doing it, but I, I think it turned out pretty good. Well, I think yeah, at one point I'm playing, I just turn around to Kyle and go, sucks. "This song sucks." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "All right," and that's why I said. I'd sing it like Danzig. Um, didn't really go that route either. Um, so, all right, let's just jump right into it because we have plenty of music to talk about once we yes, come we back do. from this song with our, you know, complete guide to fall music. Uh, if we don't talk about it, you shouldn't be listening to it during the fall. Sure. All right, so here is It Helps, the Brunch Weekly original single. We will be back in just over three minutos. Yeah. See it.
All right. Yeah. There you have it. That is It Helps. And Zach said at the end, he goes, it should have just been called Pulling Through. But, you know, hindsight. I don't know. I think the song came out good. Oh, right? I think it sounds pretty damn good as well. And again, a real three-hour song. Yeah. And yeah. I'm always uh, happy with whenever I do like hardcore uh, screaming vocals that they come out as they do. But then inside, I'm very mad that I didn't either know how to or realize I was able to do that when like there were like hardcore bands everywhere around here and everyone was looking for a screamer yeah. and I was just like bleh, bleh, bleh. I don't know how to do bleh, bleh. I could I could I could have been something man I could have been, been something been a in my life contender in the scene in the mid aughts <sighs> in the mid aughts I could have been something but I'm not or I wasn't well, I'm definitely not something there now or then mm. now, but either yeah. way. So uh, this week, uh, Zach had an idea uh, right before the break that we should yes. uh, all of us kind of think about the the albums that we listen to when we are going into fall and and what um, is kind of like our classic album or newer albums that we've kind of gravitated towards. And so he kind of uh, assigned us the the uh, homework of picking out again a, a new one that might not be a new album but new to you new, yeah and new rediscovering new yeah to yeah new even yeah, even if it's rediscovering and then uh <laughs> one that you've just kind of like your whole life that you go to during the fall and right off the bat i will say that i realized that i never ever ever add music to my fall right. list like in the last decade when i was looking through it probably the newest thing that i would have thrown <laughs> in there is from like 2009 right. and it literally is not like I rediscovered it. It's just I got I added it in 2009, and it's just been on rotation. Sure. A lot of other things. It's like singles that I I'll like hit each year. Like when they or when they come out, I'll like them that year, and they'll kind of feel like the season for me. But album wise, and I'll say like a, a like Black Honey by uh, Thrice. When that came out, that was like a single that was kind of on repeat. Which, that whole album that came I did out like Midsummer. Yeah, but I don't think I, I I don't think I really started listening until about the fall. No, um, probably not. And that record sat here for ever. Oh my god, yeah, that sat yeah. here for a long time. And but yeah, I, <coughs> I, I was having a hard time kind of figuring out a newer one. So. Right off the bat, I'm just going to say I kind of cop out on, on the second half of the yeah. assignment. I, uh, but I do have my first. Uh, but, Zach, since it was your idea, why don't you kick it off, whether you want to do the, the classic one or the new one that you think, uh, whatever, you, whatever you want to start with, that, that's your go-to I guess I'll fall. Go classic. Classic, all right. Uh, 1995's. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness Fuck by yeah. the Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Which, and I I looked up my, the two albums I picked. Yeah. Just to double check my dates. October 23rd is the release date of uh, Melancholy. Oh. Okay, so that works. So it is season. a real fall yeah. album. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Bullet with Butterfly Wings was my the first favorite song I can remember having. Now, oh, I yeah. would have been... Four when that came out, but I remember it when it came out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Your dad was always kind of on. My dad was definitely into. <coughs> he yeah, was on sure the ground was. level of a lot of things coming out, even as like a father. He wasn't an, an old dad that didn't know things. Right. Uh, but but he. I so mean, it makes even sense still, that he got he's into. into <coughs> like he's very open minded with a lot of this yeah. stuff. Like he's come out to watch all of our shows. Oh fuck like, yeah! You know, I guarantee you, if if you convinced him that. Uh, King Gizzard was a, a show that he should have been at. He would have fucking gone. You know Dude, what I mean? The other day, we're just sitting on the porch, fucking <clears throat> shooting some BB guns, 
And fucking just Limp Biscuit comes on his Spotify. Yeah. I know that's not current or no. cool, but that's my dad. I, mean, like, I still think Limp Biscuit is cool. Again, you're six, seven years old, and your dad's listening to Limp Biscuit yeah. at that point. Yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome. It's pretty fucking rad for that. So, uh, besides, but the Smashing Pumpkins yeah. album that is, it's a long one. It's their double disc. It's like twenty eight tracks. Yeah. Yeah, God, I forgot. There it was is that a long. lot. Mm-hmm. It's like two full hours. There's a lot of shit going on on yeah. that album. Um, but it is so fucking. It's this time of year for me. Yeah, it's probably the oldest album I go back to for fall music. I mean, just because I started listening to it when it came out. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, when Literally, I was your entire life you have been listening to and, that. You album. know, it just has been a fall's my favorite time of year. And that was like my first favorite song, and it just yeah. all clicks. When it's fall, the leaves are coming down, I put that shit on, oh, yeah. and it just does it. And and in your line of work, it's it's a long fucking album. You've yeah. Been yeah. You can probably yeah, listen through that like four times in your days, ten times, maybe, or five times, five depending times, on the yeah. day. Um, Six times. Now, do, is this an album that you will listen to uh, all the way through other times of the year, or is it more strictly fall for you, and then you'll listen to like individual songs? Yeah, I probably won't spin the entire album all the way through until fall. Okay. I might get a... I mean, you'll definitely hear those yeah, songs. Yeah, I mean, I might get a... Oh, yeah. oh like you'll on hear the them radio. on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't but I might them. just yeah, get an exactly. urge and just listen to a few tracks sure. in the middle of sure. fucking the springtime. Yeah, hell yeah. Just because, you know... Yeah. It hit me, but... So what would you say, uh, of the of the 3,000 tracks on, on that album, uh, what are, like, your top couple? You already said... Um, Bullet with Butterfly Bullet Wings. Butterfly Wings. Uh, uh, bodies. bodies. I think Bodies is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, just, like, the... It's so... It so fits the title. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It's so melancholy. Like, the lyric in that song is, Love is Suicide... It's like such, it's so cheesy, edgelord stuff, but it's, I don't know. Hey, you said that works. before. What, what is edgelord? edgelord? You don't know, edgelord. edgelord. He's like a, you know, a person that would say that, like, oh, love is suicide. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Because before like I just a, thought it was know, somebody that edges somebody to about to come no, and then they walk away. No, it's like a, <laughs> and they're really you know, like a kid it. that's like a fucking little darker. Okay. All right, not, so not complexion wise, like mm. a, like a, a, a internally a darker. gothic emo feeling type of yeah uh, that person. just is, can say some something so fucking the brother from Wedding Crashers yeah. well, it's like I yeah, painted exactly. a picture of yeah. that guy <laughs> he is an edge king what probably yeah. I'm gonna be in my room painting homo <laughs> things yeah that's an edge lord yeah, dude yeah that's totally and that um. And as this pumpkin sits, yeah. it's even better. I, I am, I'm going to agree with you on that. I, this, I, finished, I finished the Miller pumpkin? High Life, and then, ooh, yeah, did you smash this? See, it's smash. another thing. Pumpkins, yep. smashing pumpkins, it's just yeah, it so, it, it does it's just so fall for me. Yeah. That, like, Honestly, I never really put it together in my head that way. And but, it came out, yeah. and, yeah. and I, yeah. like, there's a million other When fall did that albums? album release? Was that a fall 95. release? It said October. No, no, October. October. Okay, so, okay, okay. So, there was everything seemed intentional then. Yeah, yeah, Just definitely. Now, what, uh, in their discography, what number is that for them? Is that, like, the second or third album, or is that further? Four. Four? Okay. Third. Third? Okay, because what yeah. they started... They weren't in any 80s releases, right? It was all early 90s. Early 90s. Early yeah. 90s. Yeah. What album is I mean, is they it? may have been doing stuff in yeah, the 80s, yeah. but... 
Um, what that album is, is it that has the landslide cover on? Is it on that or is that? Uh, no, I believe that's later. Later, because that's something that when I think of Smashing Pumpkins, landslide. I mean, I could probably put rumors at any time of the year. Um, but, I mean, most uh, people and, will say tonight, tonight. Yeah, because... tonight, tonight. But like uh, the, the the original Fleetwood Mac, you know, version yeah, yeah, of yeah, that yeah. song, I, I could literally put on any time of the year. Um, pretty much any Fleetwood Mac, any time of the year. Uh, but. Landslide you know, itself is a song that I, the the Smashing Pumpkins version specifically, that is a song that I really will listen to a lot in the fall. Because again, I, yeah, I get yeah, a lot yeah. into singles. It's probably just from growing up more listening to the radio than listening to sure, records. Sure. Um, it was just, okay, give me, you know, the one I know or like the one I... Mm-hmm. You know, grasped onto at some point. Excuse me, which album is this on? Because yes. I like the single. Yes, exactly, exactly. I don't even know if that was on a. I think they may have just did done that. that? Yeah, maybe. I don't. But, but maybe I don't I, it might probably particularly ended up remember it. Yeah, greatest hits or something. Well, now, yeah, probably, but not. I don't believe it was on any of their actual releases. So with uh w- with your pick for your classic with the Smashing Pumpkins, are there any songs on the album being a very long album? Are there any songs that you're prone to skip over or do you just let it play? Do you hit any ones you're like, eh, I don't need that right now." Um so on the second uh disc, there are some weirder stuff, but okay. I I'm not the kind of person that skips songs. When I put on a whole album, I just do sit the whole I mean, that's usually always been that's rule. My you put on thing. an album. Anytime we work at Jocks, you put on an album when play the album's the album. over. Yeah. You know, obviously with records here, play a side, or if you want to listen to the other side. Yeah, I do a lot of side listening, uh, <clears> especially <throat> with the collection that I got into this but summer. But I mean, also with I'll so many different people, if you have people over, I don't want to force somebody <laughs> listening to a full album unless somebody walks up and says, I want to hear the other side. Yeah, I want to hear the other side. You know or, what I mean? Yeah, they're actually That's really interested pick. in it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, wow. That album is six sides on vinyl. It's three Really? Sides. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't have that on vinyl, do you? I don't. Oh, no, my God. I would love to. I, say, I don't think they've even really re-released well, it's gotta be anything, dude. hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. If that came out on Record Store Day, it'd be a $200 thing. Yeah. Like, it would be a very Easy, expensive because it'd be fucking 400 or 4,000 grams of vinyl. Yep. You know, like it'd be so Seriously. fucking thick. Just, yeah, just 500 the material pounds. alone, not yeah. not paying for the, you know. You get a fucking hand cart music. to fucking bring it home. Yeah. Oh, you know? my God. Now, okay, Justin, let's jump to you now for yep. your pick for your uh, your classic album that you, uh, yeah, uh, you cling to. I mean, I'm sort of, uh, it's not a new album, but it's a culmination of, the best, I want to say, of uh, songs that most people know. Yeah. And it's Damnesia by Alkaline Trio. Uh, I think it's their best versions of some of those songs. Definitely agree Wait, with you a lot. Wait, this is your classic pick? This the is classic, classic pick. pick. Isn't this album new? Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, all, it's eight years old. It came out in 2011. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, so it's been around right, for but, a but still, at, the, the, but the reason some I'm of saying the songs I'm cheating, are 20 years that's old. why I'm saying. like, like yeah. It's a reimagined version of some old songs. Yeah. So, but it fits so good in fall. It's very hollow, acoustic guitars, yep. slowed down. Everything, slowed everything down. has way more of a feel to it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I was really thinking, and like, you know, we were talking earlier. Weezer had come up. A lot of yeah. Deftones has come up. Yep. Um, 
there's you know there's a lot of thrice but this is one thought that about. came into your when it came into your lexicon of music you went this is a staple this is going to I mean stay I always this. listen to it around this time like it's one of the albums that is on now you know same I mean? question I asked uh, Zach do you listen to this album all the way through yes. other times of the year yeah uh, oh yeah for sure I mean to it it's other just times. one of those things that you can throw on and have yeah. it in the background but and... specifically it hits the feels more in oh the it's fall. definitely on in the fall yeah dude the the, the the tone of that album like you said it does have like a hot like in a great way it's got a hollowness I mean, to it we it's, were talking it feels like it was recorded in a hall like it, they it does yeah. they really did however they did it they did a fucking phenomenal job and the one song when we were talking earlier that I brought up is Every Thug Needs a Lady. I had heard that song probably a thousand times (laughs) on the original version and, you know, like the go plug in your electric blanket, you know, that whole thing. Like, I knew that line and other than that, I had no idea. Like, it was just a fun, fast song. The thing that's great about Damnesia with that song and everything else on it. We also get two new songs. Yeah, there are two new songs on it, but since it slows it down and it's not so in your face with the the punk level of, mm-hmm. of you know the the distortion the, the drums feel, it's still punk it's still punk I'm, um, I'm pissed that I didn't but go you get on to this hear, tour you get to hear the actual lyrics of all, this, all their songs and understand actually what the songs are about and most of their songs are very haunting most of they, yes. they are um, f- they are kind of edgelords yeah. you would say uh, that's they, fall everything I mean, everything's edgelord I mean, everything we're gonna list probably in this Section is going to be fucking edgelord. Yep. Realistically, it, like for my favorite songs on that is Radio and yeah. Private Eye. The Private way Eye. Private Eye starts, it's a wall of sound hitting you, yep. but it's so melodic. It's, it's, I don't know, man. There's just something about that album it's, that resonates so well. Let's say I'm looking at the track listing right here. So it starts off with uh, <laughs> Calling All Skeletons mm-hmm. on that one. Okay. But yeah, yeah, which so is a great version of that song. They've got well. that. Uh, this could be love. Yep. Everything needs a lady. Clavicle. Mercy me. Yep. Um, it is. It really is. Private Eye is such a good fucking song. It is. Um, but it's just. Yeah. But it, then they do that old the English feels, song, like said, which yeah. is like a really wacky, stupid thing. But you'll probably be getting drunk in the fall yep. somewhere. Yep. You know what I mean? Like. Or the summer. Well, I mean, you'll be getting drunk. Now, one of the coolest things that goes along with this album that isn't necessarily the album itself, the well, it's about the cover. The cover of the album is well, the acoustic, and then they made that guitar, and Rich bought it for Nicole, yes, and it it's is a such a cool fucking guitar. the actual guitar? The, not the actual, but they made a, uh, a, a version, version of the replicas where, where the, the heart, the heart uh, alkaline trio symbol cut out for the oh. hole, and then, I mean, the wood grain on it's beautiful, like, the coloring on mm-hmm. it is so great, but yeah, it's just, like, the nice strat headstock on yep. it, it is a fucking really cool thing that if you're a fan of that band, generally, that that's one of those bands that you Who were, like, the guitar? super, Fender, Fender. yeah, oh, Fender, Fender, Fender yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but if you're a fan of that band, and you got into them at the time when they you know, were coming up, like from here to infirmary and, and everything along and those just, lines. Well, I remember most people, not to cut you off, but no. I remember most people like hearing it. And City and Color was a very close toss up. Okay. Only because that's also very hollow. He yeah. is a very hollow, his voice. Yeah. Like oh, he's very somber, especially when he got into full band. It was very close. Yeah. But once that, once people like, especially metalheads and and people that were listening to Alkaline Trio and and people that were into punk, most people I know were like, I love Dallas Green. Like, I love listening to this. And then Damnesia came out and people were just like, 
Oh, I never thought to listen to this. Like, yeah. I would have never thought yeah, to people, listen yeah, to it this. Pulled, this it way. pulled people in. It was definitely a good crossover. I want my Dallas Green fucking screaming his ass it off. Out, yeah. Though this could but be he doesn't anywhere listen. in the world. But yeah, but he's not the one screaming. I know he's the singer. Oh right, he's right, not right, the screamer. Yeah, yeah, he's not but the but, but I mean, he's like, in, yeah. yeah he's, so is in his solo stuff. He's fucking killing shit, man. Like I haven't listened to the new album, but yeah. when it up comes to, to that style of his first album, I'm picking the first Bonnie Vare album over the first Fair enough. Sitting Color album. Yeah, for I mean, Emma, I, forever I, I, ago, that shit is. I mean, Kanye West sampled that song and made a fucking enough. the Real, the oh, end geez. of Kanye West's fucking first opus is the is a fucking Bonnie Vare yeah. song. Lost I don't think the, I ever Lost in the woods. The last huh. song on my Dark Twisted Fantasy yeah. is the is from the Bonnie Vare album. Okay, that's pretty fucking But sweet. I'm just saying, City and Color was a very close mm. second yeah. to that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's where my mind goes. Sort of singer-songwriter, full band, uh, very hollow. Also, well, uh, when when the new one comes in, I'll, or when we're talking about newer stuff. Yeah. I'll... Uh, talk about... Talk about the other one, yeah. So, uh, for, for me, I mean, I, I went through... Again, m- most of the music I like, if you're looking at it in the the edgelord way, most of the music I like I liked growing up was very melancholy. It was the woe is me stuff. So most of my favorite bands are fall bands, sure, um, excluding the ska and the the pop punk stuff that I was into growing up. Most everything could have probably fit into this. So for me, it was really breaking down what is the one album for me that I only listen to really sure. in the fall and maybe into the early winter. Like you know you play through, not singles. Yeah, multiple times I will, <laughs> like when I was driving it was probably never leaving the CD player. When I'm walking around it's going to be on my headphones. That's if I'm one sitting thing at home I'm going to be playing this song. With my six disc CD changer in my yeah. car that will be changing out finally. Nice. Yeah, that is a seasonal thing that happens. Yeah. You got to change it to fit the mood of, of yep. the time of year. The fuck's uh, a CD? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a it's a thing in a bank. I think I'm a Bluetooth man. <laughs> so for me, the the album that I picked is uh, from a band called Further Seems Forever, and it's called The Moon Is Down. It's a great um, album. It really is. We were listening to it earlier. It is a very. I don't believe I know it. I know the name. But so well, you further, know, you know who it is. So further seems is. forever. Most of the band that we found out. Yeah, actually. most of the band. Uh, so I knew obviously the lead singer. I knew who he was. He like I know them. Know them? No, no of them. Like you so, know who it is. So they were a band off Tooth and Nail Records, which back in the late nineties, yeah, early two thousands, was know. one of the biggest Christian labels. Under Oath came off yeah. of there. And Your actually, Jean? the producer of this album produced all of the Undergrowth yes. albums for the first, like, three or four, up until uh, You're Only Chasing Safety, at least. Um, so we did, like, their first and early, Pop early Goes releases. Punk, Paramore. He did all the Pop Goes Punk, oh, Paramore. So he did uh, Stretch Armstrong. He also did a... Jamie Foxx, uh, the, uh, the, the first... The Jamie Foxx album from, like, 2005 yeah. is one of the technical, like, uh, line workers, basically, on it. But he another also did... Another Kanye West tie Yeah, man. yeah, another Kanye West tie in he there. He also uh, did the Resident Evil soundtrack. Yes, he did or, one, or the, yeah, score one of the, the scores for, the for Resident Evil. For the movie. Yeah, he, yeah. so he... Uh, he has a very wide uh, background as a producer, but the he came up uh, with these guys at Tooth and Nail, and so so the story behind Further Seems Forever in this album is the lead singer of the band had quit the band before they recorded this album, 
And he was leaving to pursue a solo career with his band Dashboard Confessional. Yep. Oh. Chris Caraba. So Chris Caraba. I hate that guy. Oh, see, I love Dashboard this, and Further Seems Familiar. I from fucking hate Dashboard. I do, This man. album would never have happened, but he was leaving the band. He already told them he was leaving, and they're like, well, we have an entire record already written. He went, fine, I'll record the record with you. Like, let's record the record, and then you can just get another singer, but you can use the record of me and, and sell it. Oh, what Which a nice they did. guy. And they did. then he took them out on tour with Dashboard and everything as they got mm-hmm. bigger, and he helped kind of pull them along. Um, so they recorded the album. Which, with wait, them. are they still a band? They are. Further Seems Forever is still a band, okay. and Chris Kraba is back in the band as the lead singer as of 2000. So they're probably doing Dashboard and Further Seems Forever. He's literally probably, <laughs> that would be the smartest thing for What them. a cunt. Because, I mean, it's the same drummer. It's the same, no, not the same drummer. He doesn't oh, use that drummer, but the drummer. Okay. And the, the thing that I love most about this album is if you removed Chris Kraba's vocals, which I will say are his best Vocal performances of his career, I believe that I think they're better than anything ever did yeah, with Dashboard. I mean, some of the, I mean, Dashboard just has different feels. It's a different feel, but yeah. I think with the the music background that this is, it is a very driving, very moving. The the fucking snare fills this guy hits are like some of the most ridiculous, very hardcore music sounding, like late nineties hardcore music. And I always went, that is fucking phenomenal. Like this is amazing. How like how is it nobody else liking this? If you took his vocals out and just listened to it, it is like yeah. an experimental hardcore band. Pretty much. And then yeah. I realized to yesterday when I was reading more into the band that I never oh, yeah, in a right. way that I never done, um, the drummer is the original or not the he's he's the guy who recorded the first three albums and was in Shy Halud. He's the drummer yeah. from fucking oh. Shy Halud. And then that ties them into Newfound Glory, which the yes. producer also did. Uh, that's how I usually cheers yeah, a beer. Um, and so he uh, so he was their drummer all through Further Seems Forever. He was the drummer for almost all of the Shy Halud albums. And one of the one of my favorite songs on uh, The Moon Is Down is called uh, Just Until Sunrise. And it is written with, like co-written by the man who wrote everything for Shy Halud. So musically, it literally is slowed down more experimental hardcore of the 90s but vocally it's Chris Caraba and afterwards if you if you never heard them I definitely recommend listening to the Bradley the moon is down the title track um listen to the whole fucking album yeah. um but it is the bass is some of the most like all over the place moving bass when people of that time were just oh can you play bass cool you're our bass yeah. player like are, can you pluck a little bit like are you a rhythm guitar player and you're not in a band right now be our bass player and they didn't do that. And I, I was lucky enough to see them live after Caraba, you know, recorded the album and left. They had the lead singer of a band called Sensefield uh, as their uh, lead vocalist for one album. They, they made three albums in five years with three different vocalists. Yep. And then seven years later, Caraba rejoins the band and they recorded an album called Penny Black, also produced by the same guy. Um, and that album's good. It's a, it's a good, solid album. But there, you can tell there's a reason they haven't recorded another album in the last sure. eight, seven, eight years. Um, they can tour forever off of the first album. Well, when and we were... now they tour with the lead singer from the first and the second album on with them. So if the, you go see them, really cool fucking thing that they'll do is you'll hear Moon is Down. 
sung by Chris Caraba, and then How to Start a Fire, their second album, sung by the lead singer of the second album. Yeah. Unfortunately, the lead singer of the third album passed away in like 2014, so he's not available to do that. Did um, they do a lot of the stuff off the third album, though? I don't really think so. It really wasn't yeah. received so as well. Albums? They had three albums before breaking up and re-getting getting back together with the original lineup, and then they did a fourth album. So four Which albums. came out when? 2012, I believe. Okay, so they've just so been So in an 11-year on... span, four albums, and in the last eight years, they've just they periodically will go out, they'll go out and they'll tour with all of that. But it is an album that the guitar tones, the vocals, the vocals are haunting. He he always had kind of a church hymnal yeah, singing totally. style to what sort he does. Sort of like does. Dallas Green, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. very, you know, haunting and, and churchy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's something. And to if you listen it to that... Swiss Army Romance, the first Dashboard album, you can see. If he had a full band on that, it would sound like Further Seems Forever. Yes. Like, it was a very, like, it, it was built the same way. Which, side note, when we listened to it, I had made a comment about how if it, this was a brand new band, it they would be, be radio, radio ready. Fucking ready. And they would right be fucking away. massive. Yeah. And that sound, that sound is definitely starting to come back. It is. But it's the rolling of the drums, the, the way that guy can fucking just, like, Well, when he gets on the snare, on it's like, oh my God. It's not that it's slow. When he's playing a groove, but his fills are so much quicker yep, than everything going else going on that it just separates what he's doing on and, his groove. And when you listen to it, and the thing that I love about the the producer of this album, <laughs> and again listening to everything else that he's ever produced, the drums are at the same level as almost yeah. everything else. It is just as full and upfront sure. as the guitars are and it's not distracting right. it's not like you're overpowering me with percussion mm -hmm. i i am happy that that is there because sometimes it's just a guy playing drums to keep a beat so it's not just an acoustic song sure. or, or something like sure. that this is fully or sort of tucked in the background yeah. so that it's driving but, but if you have one else's. of the best hardcore drummers in your band sure. and you're not playing straight up hardcore music and you can just let him fucking run free hardcore. run wild yeah hard fucking hard fuck you don't Speaking know which, when's welcome cool. i don't know i gotta get back okay. to him or he's gotta get back to me we yeah. gotta figure it out but All he right. did say that he would be up for it right. uh to come on uh and then we'll talk about uh fucking uh, hardcore pa fucking hardcore as keith said it Back in my day, it was 717 Hardcore. Before <laughs> yeah, it was 570 Hardcore. Yeah, I remember 717, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. It was my childhood, man. Yeah, there are some too. signs randomly that I'll see in the area where there'll be like a business that went out in like 25 years ago or 20 years ago or whatever. They still have 717. No, my boss still has shirts that he wears to work. Let's say 717. Let's say 717. That's awesome. Because they're that old. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember being a kid when it was 717 and not knowing that area codes were a thing because I would never call anybody outside the area code. And we were in like Wind Gap or somewhere enough in the valley that it was 610. Yeah. And my dad gave me a quarter and was like, you know, call call your mom and just tell her like we're going to be, you know, home in, in like an hour and a half or so. And I was like, all right. And I went up and I went up and, you know, 5887346, my home number back in the day. Call it now. I don't know whose number it is anymore. <laughs> um, but I just dialed it and somebody answered it like, hello? I was like, like, Dad, there's a guy answer. Like, who is this? Who's this? This is Kyle. Why are you at my house? <laughs> you called my house. You don't live in it. It was just this long thing. But Dad's like, did you dial 1717 before? And I went, why would I do that? And he yeah. was like, it's an area code. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. I'm like, eight. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> why did you task me? Get up. Get up and go call well, the your wife. the weirdest was I used to live in, whoa. Ooh. I used to live in, uh. 
talking about lake estates, right? Yeah. So we had ranch lands not very far away. Yep. But because of the service that they had, they were a long distance call. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. So you had to put in an area code to call somebody. Like if I had a friend in Ranchlands, I yeah. had to put in an area code. Literally, like as and the fucking, bird flies five like miles away. My parents away. would fucking get so pissed off as to why their phone bill was so fucking much money when it's literally somebody <laughs> ten feet away. Like yeah. You're like, what the I fuck? Don't I don't because know, the smoke signals <laughs> are working. Remember when it used to cost Mom. more money to call places in America? Yeah, you had to have a long yeah. distance plan. Yeah, have a long distance plan. Now that shit is. Or you had to listen to Carrot Top and 101020, well, that, that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Star 69, dude. Oh, Star 69 blocked that. Or, let's find out who called you, right? Yeah. Star 67 was blocked your yeah, number. Yeah. Yeah. Star 69. Yeah. You're a Star 69. 69 it, dude. Oh, yeah. All right, so, Zach, uh, you gave us your classic. <laughs> now, what is your new album that you So, this to? is new to me this year. It is okay. from, uh, here, let me get the exact date. October 7th, 2008. All right, so it's you, another you album right that actually came yeah. out in fall. And as soon as I heard it, I knew it was a fall Album. It is In Ear Park. In Ear Park. By Department of Eagles. Department of Eagles. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've oh, played yeah, this. Yeah, you yeah. played that. Yeah, yeah. So it is, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Grizzly Bear. The yes. Indie, the yeah. almost Baroque pop. Yeah, yeah. Indie band Grizzly Bear. So their singer. I don't care how rich they are. <laughs> their singer from the last... Uh, four out of five albums. The first album's the only album that doesn't have him on it. Yeah. Um, this was his first original band. Okay. Before he was in Grizzly Bear, it's a two-piece. Um, him and his college roommate that made weird-ass indie music. Okay. Did it have that that same feel as Grizzly well, Bear? Well, this is their second album. Okay. So he, they make one album of weird stuff. Then he ends up joining Grizzly Bear. For two albums. Okay. And then in 2008, he decides... His father dies in, in 2007. Okay. Right. And they, he writes this album as a tribute, because um, it was about a park. And it came out when? 2008. 2008. 2008. There's okay. a park him and his dad used to go to that had this big um, interactive ear statue. Oh. Or something. So he... It was in there, Ear Park. It was called an Ear Park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a place he used to go with his dad as a child. So, this album has a. I I believe everyone that is in Grizzly Bear does feature on this album. Okay. They helped him do it, along with his original partner, uh, partner who was his other collaborator. In All right. Band. So, if you like Grizzly Bear, yeah, this is in that same. It's the same vein. Yeah, and it's him. Say, like he sounds like. Literally, no other singer on the planet sounds like this guy. It's so weird. So the difference between their first album and the second album, a lot of contrast. You said the first one's kind of weird, more kind of experimental. I'll be honest, I don't even know the first one. Okay. I, uh, I This album popped up in my recommended about a month ago. And I just was so obsessed with this album yeah. that I never got around to listening to the first one. But still, so the, the but that as you said, that from what I believe, it's a different. Well, yeah, and now I don't know if it was was Grizzly Bear that made him sound like that, or he just is that yeah. kind of yeah. yeah. Um, but there is a you hear the man's voice and you know it's him. There's no right, one else right, on the right. planet yeah. that sounds like this guy. 
And a lot of these songs are about, you know, it's all attributed to his his, his, father. his father who has passed away. Um, so there's this song called the uh, Herringbone. Okay. You know the Herringbone pattern? Yeah. Like the chef pants. And the lyrics in this song are, it's like at a funeral and the, the family members. So isn't mem- this Herringbone? Yes. Yeah, there we go. And the family members keep coming. I was coming, like, what hat am I wearing? <laughs> keep coming and going at the funeral up to the casket and back. And he makes the analogy like Herringbone oh. is the people visiting the casket. Yeah. There's just so many little subtle, very incredibly sad things that he twists in a way that don't seem sad anymore. Right. Like, you know what I mean? To be at a funeral and to be like, oh, it's like Herringbone and all my relatives coming up and paying respects doesn't make you... You're not that upset anymore because it's such a silly, outlandish yeah. comparison yeah. that right. it's almost like it, it was his way of getting through his his grieving yeah. process was to turn it's a healthy way to do to it. turn these these things into silly little flourishes. But musically, this flourishes. album is still going to be it, it fits yes. in that fall it is, melancholy somber. Yes, it's got a melancholiness to it for sure. Full band, electric instruments, more acoustic. What, what's the kind of feel of it? Uh, like uh, I mean, it's electric and and acoustic okay. and piano and you know it's it is it is mostly full band. Okay, yeah. but in the way that Grizzly Bear was full band, it's not like a. It's not like a hardcore band, you know what yeah, I mean? It's not a wall it's a, of sound. No, it's a face. very, it's right. a very subdued, full band. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck but yeah. this, this, um, I got obsessed with it for for a couple weeks. You know what I mean? It was just, it's so fucking good, and it just, uh, I love the fall. And I love listening to shit I never heard before. And this, I do want to have a fire year, here. Just yes, I do. In, I really you know? do. What about we got this one? Fire. We do have a fire, a fire right, right here. Right now, yeah. Just burn the house down. Bring no, your marshmallows. Don't burn the fucking house down, dude. Oh, I'm just flicking my cigarette butts into the piano. Yes. I'll just walk back in with lit fireworks. <laughs> do you remember that? If you light the piano on fire first, you have to learn great balls of fire so you can <laughs> play that as everything goes down. Um, and, and just screaming, not, goodness gracious. <laughs> and you're not allowed to leave that. Goodness gracious, my house on fire! <laughs> no, and, but it has to be goodness gracious, like, what's her name from uh, the Yankees? Uh... Oh, uh, Susan Walden. Goodness, goodness gracious, <laughs> great balls of fire. Oh, my God. Right, oh, my one, God. I didn't get that one. Oh, there's this announcer for the Yankees that... Uh, yeah, there's two of them, John guy. Sterling. There's John Sterling, who does, like, the... And uh, it's high, it is far, it is gone. Hideki Matsui, it's a line drive to center field. It's a thriller by Godzilla. Is <laughs> Matsui still playing? No, 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 but that's but just the shit he would come up with. It's an A bomb from A Rod. Yeah. And then oh his then his co like his, not co host, but the, on the, the color field. commentary lady. Is this uh, old Jewish woman. Oh my god! And when Roger Clemens in like 2007, 2008, James O has shown me this thing yeah. so many times. It's so fucking funny. When Roger Clemens was coming back to the Yankees out of retirement, uh, Susan Waldman is looking. She's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god, John! Roger is in George's box. Roger, 
The rocket is coming back. Oh my god. Uh, it just Goodness sounded like this gracious. old lady coming and it was just so fun. <laughs> Goodness gracious, John, can you believe it? The rocket returns. And it's just like why? Uh, yeah. Like I don't is, like the Yankees, but just for cancer. that the it is color commentary cancer. of that. Uh, it's worth listening to the bullshit that they're going And they're the radio say. people now. They're oh, not man. on TV. They're yeah. just the radio people. So oh, if you listen the radio like, people the um, But most of them are at least you, you have one guy that's not bad, but this guy's fucking over there like, it's Giambino. The number oh, one person right. who drives me nuts is fucking Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. The oh, NFL dude. guy? Oh, man. Which one's he? Uh, he's the one who's Where's high it? all the time. It's always him and Al Michaels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah, always yeah. hating on the Eagles. Yeah. But the funniest part, I remember last year, he always seems like he's stoned. He yeah. looks stoned. He talks stoned. But it's just a game. I he's trying to be the, the next Madden. Was. So he's just getting as fucked up as he possibly can. He said stupid shit the other day. He's like, ha ha, yeah, Zach Ertz uh, took the most balls at any tight end. <laughs> but where a normal person would say, yeah, Zach Ertz caught the most balls out of any tight end last year. Yeah. He, he says chuckles that, and do it. Ha ha, Zach Ertz, this tight end got more balls. And then he asks you three questions and you're allowed to cross the bridge. And he's just like, what the... So oh, the was the one last was, night? Ha ha. Or not last night, the other night. Oh, uh, what's the guy? Something Dixon Cox or something. <laughs> 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 well, that wasn't Chris Collinsworth. But that no, was I know, but. Chris Collinsworth's best move ever. So Dixon they got a freeze Cox. frame of the O-line. Uh-huh, yeah. And, you know, they're, they're bent down. Arms on the ground, asses in the air. He goes, hey, hey look at this. And he, that's what he says, and draws a picture from one guy's asshole to another guy's asshole on the screen. On air? On air! Like, he said, ha hey, hey, look at this. And then draws a thing. Oh, my God. And then I don't even remember what the play was or anything, but before he drew a line between these two men's buttholes, he said, ha hey, hey, look at this. Do you think he knew he was on air? Is that he, what no, he does? Well, he's, a perf- he's been a fucking announcer no, he forever. Does he does that shit on he's purpose. Probably, he's like, I'm just going to be the nastiest year. fucking... Him and Al Michaels are the, the number one... Yeah. Uh, well, Al Michaels, team, Al Michaels yeah. can barely say what he needs to say. Because Chris Collinsworth is so stoned. Well, no, saying stupid I'm, shit. Well, Chris Collinsworth is probably stoned, and Al is probably fucking drunk out of his <laughs> fucking mind. So he's just like, and this is good. The, the, the guy, the, the guy, uh, you know, like <laughs> good stuff. Lazy eye, you know, like it's ridiculous. It's but, no, fucking, Booger on Monday night is worse. Now, if, if you. He does the John Madden stuff like, if you want to win the football game, you got to show up to the stadium. (laughs) When the ball passes the line, that's a touchdown. (laughs) No shit, John. Yeah. Like, I love John Madden for that. Me too, man. Oh, yeah. He was ridiculous. If you want to win the game, you got to score more points than the other team. (laughs) If the defense doesn't get on the field, they're just going to score all the points. Oh, fuck. Yes. No shit, motherfucker. That's how it works. All right. So, Justin, we'll go to you next (laughs) year. So, I'm going to preface this by saying, um, if I could, uh, and it's an album people should still listen to, um, Diamond Eyes... Or Koi, Koi no Yokan. Yeah, Koi no Yokan, yep. Should be a album that people should listen to. For the fall. Now, this album, long. And, and I'm actually stealing two picks because they're very close, and you said that earlier you didn't have. Yes, yeah, you're taking my one. pick. So, I will start with the newest one, okay? This came out September uh, September 9th, or September 6th, 2019. Okay. 
Found them on Stone oh, Metal of well, Doom. That, it's literally two, three weeks ago. Brand new. Oh yeah. Playing games. Throw on Stone Metal of Doom. This band pops up. Fucking, it's a uh, doom metal band. So realistically, falls within the yeah. slow trudgy ness of fall. But the band is called Pine Walker. All right. And the album is called Migration. Now, is this the first you'd ever heard of this band when it came? Uh, I believe, on? I believe it is literally their first album. Okay, I so don't really know much about them. Okay, um, I tried looking up stuff with their uh, Facebook one word page. Or two words. One Pine word. Walker. Pine Walker is one word, and the album is Migration. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all they. That's all they have on. Uh, they are actually from Salt songs. Lake City. They're from Salt Lake City. Nice. Okay. Uh yeah, and they do have they do have an EP out uh at Bandcamp uh on Bandcamp Yeti Four Bandcamp.com. I don't know if they were another band beforehand, but uh it's definitely a rad album. Check it out if you're into to doom metal, stoner metal. It fits right now. What in. is on the cover? A cool ass moth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but really, An really Egyptian cool. Egyptian moth or something. So that's. That took a very, like, it's very new to me. I've listened to it probably five or six times. Hell yeah. You know, because I do it when I'm at the computer and whatnot. Now, my actual pick is uh, an album that I've owned. It's out, been out for a while. Came I'd say out, like three, four years ago at this point. It came right? out April 8th, 2016. Okay, yeah, three years ago. Well, three and a half, yeah. And it's an album that I've pushed to the side and not really given a chance. We listened to it one gonna time. Say gore? It's yeah, gore. It's gore. It is sitting down and actually listening to it. The drum work is amazing. That just the musicianship on it is very, very fucking and good. And for those that it sort not of reminds me of know, Saturday Night Wrist a little a, bit. Is a Deftones album? It's a, yes, Deftones Gore. Not, not aware. Um, not Al Gore. Not, not Al Gore. Al Gore no. Well, that's a funny thing. Three, three, four weeks ago, you were, you and I were talking about this album, and I was like, the album with the the flamingos on it. And before you could say Gore, I went Dole, right? Yeah, <laughs> Dole. <laughs> and he was like, No, and I went Bob Dole. Gore, never mind. Yeah. Bob Dole, Al Gore. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. We should read do this album as dull and just have it be dull. pineapples flying across the sky You're right. instead. I like it would work. That. It would yeah, work. That's, a, that's a good yeah. idea. Everybody has to play an H-string Bob Now, when the album came out, um, I just remember a lot of fans. I mean, Charlie Pishnick has been all about this, been on my shit about yeah. not liking this album. From the get-go. And it's not that I didn't like the album. It's just that I was not ready for the album. We were in a weird uh, space I time. I mean, we tried, we tried to listen to it when we, we were not... It. When we were not, we were a little. We're not mentally. We're on a journey, maybe. Yeah, yeah, on a little bit of a journey. Um, and oh, yeah, that would be around that time period. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, it just didn't. It didn't ages. work out. I just remember hearing Acid Hologram and hearing the song, and I'm like, "There's way too much shit going on right wait, now." What, 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 what hologram? Acid Hologram. Oh, wait, what's the first word? Or acid Hexagram. Oh, sorry. Ex Hexagram? I think it's acid hologram. But hexagram is a song from the self-titled. But you're saying is, acid, yes. right? Acid, yes. Oh, okay, sure. Just want to make sure that's what you were saying. Um, but there was so much stuff going on in the song that I just could not handle it at the point. But um, re-listening to it, uh, I know a few of our friends had problems with the way they had recorded the album and the things that they did. But 
Dude, it's such a tight what? album. It's so for, everybody for, has progressed so much as yeah. musicians, and that's why I love the band so much. Do you remember the specific complaints? That, I mean, because I, I brought the it up bassist early. The bassist, yeah, um, an eight-string bass. Yeah, and people were like, "Why the hell would you do or that?" Six, whatever the fuck, yeah, it was. six or an eight-string um, bass, whatever. He, he changed his instrument. Yeah, and people were up in arms about yeah. that. What other complaints do you remember people having about the album when it came I out? I just was feel like anything? a lot of people were just like in the same mindset. The like, feel of the album, they weren't ready. It was different, it. yeah. I mean, it's almost like when Saturday Night Risk first came out for me. It took a while for me to get into it. Yeah. But once I realized what I was listening to, yeah, I immediately like fell in love with it. You know what I mean? Saturday Night Risk is not a, an album that a lot of people throw up as like one of their favorite albums. I mean, it's mid-range for me within all of their discography, but it's not an album that I will throw, like, take off, turn off if it comes on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but either way, if you've had gore, go back and give it another fucking listen. It's, it is it is an incredible album. What songs would you pull <laughs> if you were going to tell people just to kind of do a, a taster of it? I mean, I mean, just go with their hits. One was, uh, it was Acid Hologram, um... Fuck, I don't even remember the names. Hang on. But we listened. Yeah, we did. We listened to one of the songs. Uh, was that the song we listened through earlier? Yes, was that, that the was one? Acid Hologram. Uh, Doomed User was another single. Okay. I mean, just li- I, it's hard. It's hard to say because again, you like the an, album now. Well, like you're you're getting into this kind of again three years later. I mean, they're a type of band that sometimes you need to listen to the whole album to get the actual oh, yeah. feel of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's very hard to be out, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the past, yeah, you can say my own uh, around the fir- or my own summer. Go ahead and listen yeah. to it. It's heavy. It's catchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different than the rest of the albums, but. I, I don't know. I would I would say go after the hits. Now, man. when we saw them, when they played the Sherman, were they playing off this album yet at that point? No. Yes. No, they played a couple of Gore songs. I don't think so. Was it? Was wait, say, I think Sherman? that might have been no. Wait, 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 wait when was the Sherman? So that might have been what, I never saw 15. them play any Gore songs. 15? Then no. Yeah, I think it might have been no, no, right no. beforehand. All right. No, then they went out and did another tour right now. Now, how much do you think the complaint of... I mean, at this point, this wasn't the first album with Chi, right? This was... No. Uh, or not, without Diamond, Chi. Okay, without so Chi. Diamond Eyes was written with Chi. Okay. And then he had finally passed away. Yeah. Like finally, the album, as in sadly, not well, as in they were waiting for it. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't I don't mean it in a shitty term. Yes. But, uh, you know, he had been fighting fucking uh, a really bad accident, was going through stem cell... You know, using stem cells to try and get better. It looked like it was getting better. He was in a coma for a long time and then passed away. Now, beforehand, they had written Diamond Eyes, which they had just finished up. And then um, he had gotten in a bad accident and then they put it on hold. So when uh, they had brought on Sergio, they went and actually re-recorded the whole thing with him. Okay. And then they did Koi Yono Khan. Okay, so Koi Yono Khan and then is Gore. the first. And now they have they are him. working on another album that apparently is supposed to be like uh, White Pony. Okay, hell so, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, now with with this album, is it what makes it feel like fall for you? Is it more the just tones, the, the tones? Man. Okay, like like just the feel of the songs. Like they're very. It's it's a very dark album. Chino's very somber with his vocals a lot of the time, so it's very like I don't I don't want to say slow, but just the way he presents everything, 
is a very uh, different pace. Yeah, hell yeah. It's not like I know it came out in summer, and maybe that's why it threw me off. Or spring, technically, <laughs> yeah. came out in April. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was not a spring summer album for me. It's more. It's it's a dark album. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, like with Zach's two examples that he he uh, brought to us tonight, it's weird that those make sense that they came out in the fall, but mm-hmm. that means that they were writing and recording it, you know, probably the year before, and then recording it during sure. the summer or whatever, and then released it around the time that it would make the most yes. sense. So this one was probably written and recorded in the, in fall, the fall, into the winter, and then dropped probably while they were, they were on done. tour, yeah. Whatnot. And then drop when they were done. So like the tone and everything there. The the album that I had called uh, out earlier, "The Moon Is Down," was released. In, I think it was around like March or so. So it's mm-hmm. more March, April, something like that. So it is more of kind of like the cold, like you sure. know, breaking. Um, but again, was probably written, written and ready the... to go in like in the fall time. Um, yes. And yeah, I mean, I I like I said before, I didn't really come up with an, a new. Well, can I can one? I just suggest one for you? Yes. Because I think it's something that yes. people should listen to. Definitely. Regardless of whatever happened with the lead singer, it's newer. But uh, uh, science fiction oh, oh, is brand one new. of... Yes. Wait, what happened with... It's oh, one he got, of... He got me too and everything. About, yeah, the same week... Yeah, uh, like he literally wrote songs about him being a... Yeah. yeah, I am heaven sent. Don't but, you dare forget. But you know? that album, science fiction, is so dark and fall. such a good... It was the fall. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. No, last year. No, it was two years ago. Because it happened the same week that Kevin Spacey and Louis C.K. got Me too so did yep. uh, Jesse Lacey. Oh, it was two years ago? Two years that, ago. They yeah. went on tour for yeah. that? Yeah, when they with uh, Not oh. a Surf. Yeah. 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 yeah, Not a Surf, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It was not last fall. Two years fall. ago, dude. It was not last fall. Because um, last fall, I did a trip to New England. The fall before that, I went down to South Carolina to see them. So it's been two years since you, that happened. You saw them the year the album came out. Yeah, which would be 2017. Um, God damn! Yeah, what I, what did I do last year? Worked. You worked, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, August seventeenth, twenty seventeen. it came out. But that but album is definitely it's, phenomenal. It's almost a definition. When of I was fall. talking on it's the phone so with dark. Keith earlier about how I was like, you know, I I, I was like, I'm going to drop the ball tonight because I, I don't have like a new album. And we we were talking about it. he goes, for me, fall is immediately you put on brand new. I want every yeah. brand new album for me is a fall album. True, true. Like all of their music, but it's something all about that sad album and somber. It is, and and or or just like mm. self deprecating or whatever sure. you want to say. Um, I definitely cling to albums that came out when I was in high school that I was listening to when school started and I would be like having my headphones on my disc man and everything. So like your favorite weapon, Deja and Tendu, even though Deja came mm-hmm. out like in the beginning of the summer that year when it was released, those are more fall albums, sure. but I will listen to them all year long. Well, I can but just once say- you hit Devil and God and Daisy and fucking science fiction, those mm-hmm. three are Solid fucking just. Yeah. I can say, dude. I haven't listened to Days in a while. That's a great. Album. It is a science fun. fiction. Took, that that is an album that took me way too long to like. When when science fiction came out that year, I yeah. just remember sitting here in the winter and just listening to it, and immediately I'm like, I'm fucking depressed, dude. Yeah, I'm I fucking the depressed. God damn. I was I was mowing. Okay. You're right. It was. It was 2017 because I was mowing Dansbury Park. Oh shit! Yeah, we yeah, didn't, okay. we the homeless dude in the bushes. Did, yeah, yeah. And we didn't do that last year. Holy That's the guy shit. who gave you the album, right? The homeless guy in the bushes. He's yes. the one that was like, "Here you go." Hey, check this out. Actually, got that, me too. And that was before Apple Music because I remember purchasing <laughs> it. Wait, the guy in the bushes was Jesse Lazy. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. 
<laughs> and I gave him ten dollars. I heard this guy gets me too. I don't know. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, but yeah, so I, I didn't really come up with another one. But now that I'm kind of thinking about it as we talk, I think one that will become uh, because it's out, and I've been listening to it, and probably really should have been is the new Jason Hawk Harris album. That was, is a I great was actually, Jason Hawk Harris album. I finally listened to the whole it thing. Is so, it's so the good. grandfather song. Oh my god. Is that like literally I just said grandfather and I got fucking chills as to how good that fucking song is. I'm so glad that and I stumbled on that on a fucking too. gaming oh website. Oh my god. Dude. Like dude. legitimately randomly on a gaming website and All of the if songs, you have not listened to so him good. just check out what's the what's the song uh with the corpse paint. Um uh, I forget. Cussing at the light. Cussing, Cussing at the light. Yeah. Just do yourself a favor. Watch that the whole video. Album, what is the album called? It's called uh, Love in the Dark. Love yes. in the Dark. Now, the first song that was released off of it, he actually recorded it like a, a year ago, like an in-room like uh, video, uh, is a song called I'm Afraid. And that is all about his mother putting a picture of Jesus up and like telling him to be afraid of like, you know, uh, you know, basically what most uh, born-again Christian kind of feel is you have to, you know, you don't want to live in fear of God, but, like, fear the wrath of sure. God. And when you're a kid and you hear fear something, the word wrath in between doesn't mean shit sure. to you. Sure. It's like, I should fear this thing. Right. And the, the, just, Lord, I'm afraid. Like, no ghost ever scared me like the ghost of, or no, whatever the lines, but some, no monster or whatever ever scared me like the ghost of Jesus Christ. Like, that line is just fucking, and the music on it, it's like a, he's got to be in his mid-20s, playing with the best of the yeah. best of the Tennessee players, and he is oh, just good. crushing it's it. Amazing. The whole band's phenomenal. You Everything saying he that, does, though, just put somebody else into my head. Who is that? Brand new album that's going to Science be good for fall. Oh, no, uh, okay. Not Another brain. one. Oh, okay. uh, Post Malone's new album. Oh, it's good, oh, dude. It's very indie. It's very indie. Oh, dude, before Aussie. you leave... Yo, before you leave, that makes so much sense. Before you leave, listen to it. Yeah, yes, not necessarily. I don't know. I think I like some of the other songs besides the Ozzy song, but But either way, I wake up in the morning. It's very indie rock, dude. Hell yeah, super indie rock. Well, I had seen like a meme or something about like all these kids are thinking that Ozzy got famous because of Post Malone, and I was like, it's literally like the fucking. What was that who's thing? the Beatles? Yeah. Uh, who's Paul McCartney? Yeah, who's Paul McCartney? Well, That's Kanye. exactly the Kanye, the Kanye, Kanye thing. Kanye reference. Yeah, another Kanye reference. Now, I do have a, a couple of honorable mentions uh, from my classics. Yeah, and I agree um, with all of these. These are, now we already kind of covered brand new, and I figured they would just come up in conversation. Yeah. Um, we used to have the idea of doing a brand new counter on the original run of this show yes. because I just would bring up brand new every episode yes. for pretty much no reason. So it's been a while. It's been about 50 episodes since I brought up brand but new I think in episode. 50 times. Tonight, Tonight yeah. we've covered it, yes. Um, so for me, this is pretty much not the complete list, but this is it in the fall time. In addition to Moon is Down um, and How to Start a Fire from, from Further Seems Forever. I do enjoy that album. Um, my list uh, of go-to fall albums, and I'm thinking of one right now that's not on the list that I'll add to it. Um, we discussed this one, Curse of Ugly Organ. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ugly I love, Organ. I love all Curse of albums are fall They albums. are all. Yeah. Domestica, love, Happy Hollow, everything from Mama them. Unswollen. Dude. Oh, that one is yeah. gets overlooked. Yeah. yeah, it really does. It really fucking does. So th- I got that one. Uh, Stay What You Are from Saves the Day. Um, out of their yep. first 
two uh, full releases. There's the Through Being Cool, which is more of a spring album to me. It's poppier. It's a, a lot bit. of their stuff is more spring, but there are yeah. particular. But Stay What You Are just has, especially the song Freakish and yep. uh, Nightingale. Uh, it, they, they just have like a certain feel sure. to them that that pull me to fall. I do need to go back in my you know older years and re-listen to In Reverie because I kind of turned it off at that point. Um, but I feel I mean, like that could be something. It's, it's not saves the day it, I want it different. to be. It is, yeah. But now being able to respect that an artist needs to change I think I have more of a problem because I saw videos and I was just like, fuck these guys. Oh, man. well, I saw him live sing it too. And yeah. I was just like, oh, you can't pull this off live. Is he still doing the... Oh, he just sways back and yeah. forth. When the last time I saw him, he had probably put on like 80 pounds and was wearing like <laughs> okay. khaki shorts and a Hawaiian shirt because that was like what fit and yeah. was comfortable in the summer. Like he couldn't okay. wear pants and, and a t-shirt anymore, I guess. Yeah. And he was still doing that, and he just looked like a fucking Muppet up there. It's always funny when he just has a microphone doing it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when he didn't play guitar. Yeah. And, oh, my God, that's the weirdest <laughs> stage of them. Um, uh, Weezer's Pinkerton, I think, is probably yes. one of the end-all, be-all fall sure. albums. And I will say, that's in my garage. For me. You think it's more winter? In, I, in see, my garage. See, a lot of my fall well, bleed into well, winter. Well, in the garage, is not on Pinkerton. I know, but yeah. that's a single that, I, that definitely gets played during the fall. During the fall for you. Yeah. Yeah, I would because say, it's inside. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, across the across the sea is probably the one off of uh, Pinkerton um, that I listen to most, and then even the closing song "Butterfly" is just a really super was, sad, uh, somber. Wait, what's the the closing song off the blue album? The blue album's only in dreams. Only in dreams is also another. That's a good song. That is that's, more that's more spring in my head in a sad way because it's like end of school yeah, year, I guess wrapping so. up. It's all about like a prom dance and stuff like that. Yeah, but that would be going in the fall. School's ending. Oh wait, no, it would be summer. You're right. You're right. Where'd you yeah, go to school? Yeah, Alaska. Salzburg, I don't know where they went to school. <laughs> Australia. Australia, um, mate. So Pinkerton, uh, you you mentioned terrible. Alkaline Trio in in your first pick. Yes. For me, it would be specifically from here to Infirmary. Makes sense. Um, uh, was it, uh, Mr. Chainsaw or whatever that mm. one? That, that I think it's the opening song of that. It's just fucking amazing. Oh, it makes sense, man. Bayside's album Shudder, which is probably their most overlooked album, their least liked album, has a song about Howard Hughes in it, which is just really fucking. Uh, it's a weird lyrical song, but they got really more into that. Kind of how I was saying with Caraba has that like hymnal style of, of vocals to it, um, so that kind of draws me in in there a lot in the fall. And then the album that the two albums uh, that I listened to the most the fall that I lived in Los Angeles when I was eighteen are Death Cab for Cutie, Transatlanticism, mm -hmm. um, which has so this is the New Year on it, and that's like the only song I listen to outside of that. I listen to that on New Year's, just like boom boom. It's three chords. Bum, 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 bum. It's like sure. the whole entire song is just that that fucking progression. And then uh, an album that I, I think it's kind of like how Tupac had albums released after he died. Um, Elliot Smith has an album uh, that's called like From Under the From Under the Basement Stairs or something along or Under the Cellar Stairs, something along those lines that has a lot of weird ambient noise in it, like sure. birds chirping and stuff like that, but it is Elliot Smith, so it is sure. sad and depressing as all hell, and that even in turn makes me think of Iron and Wine. Yes. Uh, Iron and Wine is really great. Uh, the the creek that some of the their cradle. albums, some of their albums though, can get a little off track though. Yeah, well, the <laughs> first the, one he did. the album with Boy with the Coin, yeah, is fucking yeah. great. Um, and you're, since you said Elliot Smith, uh, just Elliot, Elliot, oh Calm yeah, Americans is another yeah. great album that, that people should be really listening to. And we can't forget typo negative through fall. Seriously. 
can't. Oh, I mean, yeah, that, for sure. That's Any, that's a yeah. known, but I just want to say before somebody's like, you doesn't fucking say typo negative. Yeah. Typo when negative. Casey sends in fan mail to 123 yes. Justin Sucks PA, yeah. and somehow yeah, we get it. Of course we love typo yes. negative. And you should be listening to typo through this season. I've, I've been listening to typo. Yes. Now, there's all, there's that's some older stuff. I just want to throw some caveats on... Things that didn't make my newer list because okay. they weren't as important to me. Sure. As, um... But you guys should be writing all of this down and listening to is, all of there this. There will be a test on this next week. Yes. Uh, I've been into some weird German metal. All right. Yep. Uh, yep. Secrets of the Moon. Yeah, that band was band fucking from rad, Germany. Dude. They have an album called Sun. It is very fall. They are post-black metal. Mm-hmm. So it's... Oh, it's not black metal vocals it's, at all. It's sort of like um, the new Behemoth with less screaming, sort of. Okay. Sort right. of. Uh, it's a sort lot of, of these newer German bands actually have a sound that reminds me well, of actually Opeth. I'm sorry, I should say it's of, more like Opeth. If you mix Opeth and self-titled era Deftones together, yeah, okay. sure. there right. is a droniness mm-hmm. to it. Um, but there's still the organ. There's still. All of that wall of sound coming yeah. through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the new Tool album just came out. That is... I would still you say not most all Tool? in my head as a no. fall album? No. I would say Lateralis no. and 10,000 Days is I would say 10,000 Days could have been another thing that I could throw on as a new addition yes. to me because I was told to listen to that and I listened to that. I love and that album. I, I know definitely most will be going people, to be going back to that. I love that album, dude. I know most people don't. I got to do the whole listen through while reading the lyrics, so I get more of like involved on that level. Yeah. But also, I Perfect feel Circle's the, first the album of it is yes, a great fall Perfect album. Circle. Well, the first album is good, but I think uh, the, what's the one with the white cover? The one that has the nurse um, who loves me. I they have weird fucking names, dude. Yeah, I don't, I but, don't know. I do love a Perfect Circle. Puss and Furs also has a lot of very somber. Uh, tracks that would also fit in. Pretty much Maynard's niche is a good fall listen. Would you say Maynard is an edge lord? Yes, he's no, probably another, actually he's oh, probably he is, sad he, he he's the is king the, of the edge lords. No, he is the uh, ultimate the ruler of, of edge lords. The lord yeah. of he, dude, he is he's so much an edge lord that he bought the only property in Arizona so he can grow grapes and. <laughs> And uh, yeah, have his own winery from Arizona fuck. grapes. Oh my god! Now another so. group. Uh, well, more of a. It's it's a girl's name, but it, it's another thing. Uh, Chelsea Wolf. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah, know right. if you ever got into Chelsea Wolf. Nope. No. She is like gothic doom folk. Yeah. Oh. Um. She just had a new album. That is that like Death Country almost? Just. Uh, mm, yeah, it's no. like a, imagine a, with her? what's your face. Probably. That everyone hates. Yeah. Um, Halsey. No, old. Say I love Halsey. Uh, not, uh, I know why I said that. not Janis Joplin. Oh, you're, you're talking What's about. The other uh, one? Not Janis Joplin. You're talking about Mama old Cass. Lady McGee over there. No. Um, yeah. That era, though. Janis Joplin. Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> no, Linda Ronstadt's rock and roll. Uh, Joni Mitchell. Oh, oh I, yeah, that's okay. what I was thinking when I said Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a doom. 
A doom Joni Mitchell right. is Chelsea Wolf. Oh, you know what? You know what? Don't forget Pink Floyd through this season either. Yeah, but that's again. That's my thing. That's forget, a full don't year. Don't forget Pink Floyd ever. Yeah. I, see, that's not a fall band to me because I listen to Pink Floyd. I listen yeah. to them all the time too. All the time. But yeah. realistically, Dark Side of the Moon is a great fall album. Going really classic, I would throw. Uh, Got uh, Rubber Soul by the Beatles is another one that yeah, I, when I was younger. Yeah, I grew up yeah. listening a lot to that during the fall for sure. I mean, that's a newer listen to me. I want to say in the last five six years, yeah. but I agree with yeah. that. I that one's a that. very before they went. That was the bridge between uh, Meet the Beatles and White Album, basically. Like that beat was the what, Beatles. Beat, beat the, the Beatles. Beatles. Oh, there's an album we got to do. Also, go see yesterday. It's actually out now. Rent it's yesterday. out again. Oh, oh, it's out. Okay. Right yesterday. Well, I Watch saw Paul movie. McCartney on, on uh, Stephen Colbert the other night, and he was talking, and they asked him how he liked the movie, and he said that they were offered a private screening that they could go see, and he turned it down because he didn't want to see it like that, and literally like a week and a half ago, he found a theater in New York that was still that was playing still showing it, it, and he went to a theater in New York, sat in the back row, and watched a movie about a guy writing all of his music. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, it's pretty good advertising for me because you know they're sitting there, and the guy's like, you don't know Paul McCartney, he's like the greatest fucking like uh, uh, music yeah. writer of all time, and yeah. he's just like, ooh, like hiding in shame <laughs> in the background. But um, go watch that movie. Watch that Rent movie. It. Definitely it's fucking for, for sure, for sure. It's so good. All right. Well, hey guys, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in to us this week. Uh, we are very uh, happy to be back. Yeah. Happy that it is fall. We're gonna get writing into some death metal music, other things along those lines. Some unhappy music. Uh, some unhappy music. Yeah. It's time for this voice to start coming back in the songs. <laughs> I guess I have to start screaming again, too. Yeah! yeah. Screaming right. Justin's coming back. Right. It's gonna be good. You're gonna like the way you sound. Yeah. Scream Warehouse. <laughs> Alright, so a big thank you to our... Is it based on the movie, though? No, it's based on the Men's Warehouse commercials. Okay. Um, well, I mean, the mixture of Men's Warehouse and, and the scream. movie Scream. Yes, yes, okay. exactly. So you get fitted for a suit while in the someone, way that Drew Barrymore so dies people, in the first second. While of two it. people are well, she didn't die in the first second. Okay, the first eight seconds. Her of boyfriend it. got tortured and killed in front of her, and then I thought she was like the no, first. No, she person ran to out die. of the house. Oh, she's the second person dying, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll be back next yeah. week with episode fourteen of season three for Kyle Mocha won't shut up. Um, if you are a, a musician, a band, an artist in any way, and you would like to have your music played on our podcast, please send an email to km dot at gmail dot com. You can find us on Instagram at at Kyle Mocha won't shut mm-hmm. up on YouTube for uh, Houseboat Tommy Lee Jones on Real Facebook quick. and yes. I'm putting a task out to people that listen to this. Yes. And us. Mm-hmm. There's two things we're going to watch for oh, a Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. Marianne on Netflix and Veronica on Netflix. Okay. Marianne and Veronica, yes. my two girlfriends. All right. So, uh, is this related in any way to that Archie show that they're doing on the WB? No. So it's not like Betty and Veronica. Are you getting Peacock, by the way? What? Uh, the streaming service? Yeah. I, I'm going to have to because AP Bio got canceled and moved to it. And this I love show's almost been Bio. two hours long. I'm getting Peacock right now. Uh, <laughs> I have to pee. Out of his cack. All right. All right so a big thank you to Justin Olimpedo. Hey, man. You're welcome. And Mr. Zachary. Peacock! Storming. <laughs> uh, shout out to our super producer, EJ5000, the guys over at our brother-sister love podcast Ooh, let incest. me ask you it. a question 
And go check out also White so Wasabi. So does Pornhub, apparently. Yeah, they really do. It's kind of all they have anymore. They don't have anything but incest. You just, just go don't, like, don't read the titles young anymore. girls. Just don't read the title. Well, then you click on it, and halfway through it, she's like, but Mommy's going to be mad. And you're like, why? <laughs> why is Mommy going to be? Oh, God, that's your dad. Yeah. Or your brother or your uncle. I don't know. Who is your stepdad? Uh, it's usually, yeah. it's not motherfucks. I, wa- I watch it on mute. <laughs> See, I'm an audible person in that way. I got to keep it on, and then yeah. it, it kills the boner no, once they I just go. Make Daddy my, loves me. I make it my own in my head. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but for you, it's still her saying, "Daddy." Mystery uh, science hearing it, dude. Uh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> Mystery uh, science you have three, porn. You have new three show. other people. You have three other people. Oh my you. god, this is great. And one of them's a robot. <laughs> All right, so we will just see you guys <laughs> next week. Check out again our brothers sister love podcast. Let me ask you a question. Oh, yeah. And here, as always, is our closing song to play us out. Yep. Peace out, fuckers. Fuck you. Zach's gonna pee at his cock. I gotta pee. Cock pee. Later. Later. TV. Yeah. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music. Yeah.